Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Stripe tap to pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Thanks to everyone who supports Daily Tech News Show directly. To find out more, head to dailytechnewsshow.com slash support. This is the Daily Tech News for Thursday, August 16, 2018 in Los Angeles. I'm Tom Merritt. And from Studio Feline, I'm Scooter Lane. From Oakland, California, I'm Justin Robert Young. And our producers are with us today, Roger Chang and Amos, uh, both in the house. Roger, we missed you. Uh, thank you. I was missed. Wait, does that make sense? You missed us. Yes, that that too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You're darn right you missed me. Is kind of, I don't know, I feel like that's fair. Although, by the way, th- thank you, I was missed is a <laughs> memoir turned into an indie darling film, right? <laughs> <laughs> I am looking forward to that. Uh, Amazon wants to buy a movie theater. We're going to talk about that. Let's start with a few tech things you should know, except with that music. Cryptocurrency investor Michael Turpin filed a $224 million lawsuit in a U.S. district court in Los Angeles Wednesday against AT&T over alleged fraud and gross negligence over theft of tokens from his personal account. Now, Turpin claims that on January 7th, 2018, the tokens were stolen through a digital identity theft of his cell phone account and that AT&T was his service provider at the time and is liable, at least in some sense. The 3 million stolen tokens were worth $23.8 million. This is, again, according to Turpin, who is also seeking $200 million in punitive damages. This is why I always sue the post office when my check gets lost. That's right. Mm. Firebase, which Google acquired four years ago, is rolling out updates to include in-app messaging customization, notifications, predictions, and Google Analytics. Developers who use Atlassian's Jira will also have integration tools through Firebase. Crashlytics data, which Google acquired from Twitter in 2017, can also be exported to BigQuery to be analyzed. Firebase cloud messaging and the Firebase console's project overview page have gotten design updates as well. 
Intel just launched its next wave of NUCs. That stands for Next Unit Computer. They're like Mac Minis for Windows. Uh, the new ones have 28-watt 8th-gen Intel CPUs and Iris Plus 655 graphics. Candle some 4K monitors, multiples of them. Four USB 3 ports, one USB-C, an HDMI 2.0A, and a pair of SATA 6.0-gigabit-per-second ports. Both versions support M.2 SSDs, but the larger one also supports 2.5-inch SATA SSDs. You can get Core i3, i5, or i7 versions, and they range from 300 bucks to 500 bucks. But if you're not familiar, keep in mind, NUX don't come with RAM, storage, or an operating system. Ah, NUX. <laughs> hey. Yeah, waited, waited a whole whole minute to say that. Candle supports <laughs> that global shipments of smart speakers are on the rise in a big way. 187% year over year last quarter with China accounting for 52% of worldwide growth. Alibaba and Xiaomi accounted for 177 and 2.2% respectively. Overall, Google leads the way with Amazon second. Ah. Hmm. I think that's actually 12.2%. Ah, for, yes, that's right. I'm sorry. Whatever I said, it's ignore right. that. Strike it and reverse it. Let's talk a little more about Twitter and a story that I covered on Buzz Out Loud in 2009. Uh, <laughs> developers are mad at Twitter over changes in the API. Everything old is new again, Tom. Time is a flat <laughs> circle. Twitter sent a company email stating that the technical and business constraints have led them to shut down legacy APIs. The email said the user streams and site stream APIs were uh, were still in a beta stage. After nine years, Twitterific noted that the changes mean it will no longer be able to stream tweets, send push notifications, or update the Today View. New tweets and DMs will be delayed by a couple minutes. Well, and that's the that's the case from Tapbots as well, which makes Tweetbot, which is the Twitter client that I use on my Mac, on my uh, iPhone. I've I've been using it for years. None of this is going to like be debilitating for my Twitter experience. Eh, okay, DMs, I don't get notifications about. Well, I have notifications turned off for the most part anyway. Aha. Uh, if my timeline is delayed by one or two minutes. Well, if it's a breaking news situation, that might matter, but usually it doesn't. Um, so this is, you know, at first when I read the story, I was like, oh man, like I just <laughs> bought the new Tweetbot. It was $10, you know, the new Mac version of Tweetbot. None of this really changes things, but it's interesting that the third party developers all say the same thing. Hey, the old API was buggy and sucked and Twitter just doesn't have a new API that's that's updated enough for us to take advantage of. So our hands are tied. It's not really Twitter saying goodbye to all these third party apps, but they're clearly they've 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 devalued the relationship. Uh, yeah, and it, it, for all the stuff that Twitter is in the news for right now, the, the the fresh hell that they are dealing with, it is amazing that there has been a decade of them not being able to figure out exactly the relationship they want to have with these third party apps which really got the platform started from the very beginning and and i'll add to that and yet these apps are still there you like and they're, they're not like well we're folding up and going home they're like well you won't get notifications anymore but we're still going to keep plugging away at it because even if it's less than one percent according to twitter enough of you use us that it keeps us going Sure. I mean, you know, a lot of these companies, they've been doing this for a long time, yeah. like tw almost as long as Twitter itself. So, yeah. Ten years. And, and, and they pioneered mobile Twitter, which, by the way, we now just know as Twitter. Right. 
All right, let's move on to Melbourne, Australia, where a teenager reportedly broke into Apple's secure computer systems and is now facing criminal charges after Apple turned him into the FBI. The Children's Court, this is in Australia, heard on Thursday that this teenager had downloaded 90 gigabytes of secure files and accessed customer accounts. A raid on his family home last year uncovered a barrage of hacking files and instructions all saved in a folder titled Hacky Hack Hack. He also did it because he's a fan. I love Apple so much. I'm going to hack into them. Right. Uh, it is. I mean, it is the kind of story that at one time would have ended, you know, with the Cinderella like, and then Apple hired him. Right. I don't know that that's uh, that's where they're going to go these days. Apple doesn't have that kind of sense of humor. Maybe they never did. But but. I mean, this obviously is a talented individual. I don't think they were trying to be malicious, but also you can't expect to get away with that if you get caught. Uh, we're, we're in a weird situation. Uh, and it was funny. I was talking to your uh, this the friend of the show, Darren Kitchen of Hack5 earlier this week, and we were talking about the difference in hacking, that there is the, the era of, oh, I'm going to really i'm fascinated with how my toaster works and that turns into figuring out how to hack a database and that figure and then you do some little thing that you think is just a clever or you know a clever uh, a patch around to do something interesting and then it turns into something illegal that that's kind of going away and what's going to replace it are like formal trainings for yeah. these kind of things and i think this is an, another changing element of what we understand to be infosec that now Sure, this kid is smart, and hopefully there's some kind of you know, you can throw the book at the kid for for doing something like this. But uh, uh, the uh, attitude around this is getting more corporate espionage, or, or even if we uh, an idea that we can wrap our head around a little bit more, like shoplifting, uh, than it is. Oh, look, uh, uh, Billy was able to make a, a clock out of a potato. And, <laughs> and for my science project, I hacked 90 gigabytes of secure files from Apple. Here they are. Uh, yeah, uh, I almost feel like this is a rare story. We're, we're full of rare stories today. Uh, in fact, maybe it's just me, but I feel like way more things talked about at CES this year are actually shipping Multiple times this month, we've said, remember that thing we talked about at CES? Well, you can get it now. When does that happen? Anyway, uh, Johnson & Johnson's GLAS thermostat, G-L-A-S, the one with Cortana built in, the one that I think many of us, maybe myself included, sort of like, yeah, we'll see if that ever ships. Uh, You can pre-order it right now in the u.s for 319 dollars now that does make it yeah that does make it the most expensive smart thermostat on the market beating out the echo b4 by 70 bucks but for that money you not only get cortana built in but supposedly compatibility with amazon and google assistant as well well um and forgive me for being naive about what a thermostat does besides its primary function um but uh that is a very expensive thermostat even if it's smart yeah. Yeah, the Echo B4 is $249. The nests are usually below $200. So, yeah, it's 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 pricey, but you can yell across the room, Cortana, uh what temperature is it outside? Well, but I would suspect <laughs> that hopefully the reason why you're paying $300 for it is that it does more of the cool thermostat stuff that I I don't have a smart thermostat, so I don't know what the pain points are. I mean, the cool thermostat stuff to me is the stuff that you get in all of them, which is you can set it from an app even when you're not at home. 
You can program it to know when you're at home and when you're not to help you save money. And you can generally just tell it like, hey, pick the, the optimal cooling for me so that I feel comfortable and I'm not throwing dollars out the wood. And you know what? The other one that my Nest does that I love is it reminds me to change the filter in my, my furnace. So I, I guess maybe hopefully i don't know if you're paying a hundred extra dollars for it i hope it wouldn't just be for the the, the voice assistant that it's, that it, it, it's from the multiple voice assistants and the amazing design i mean it is definitely the prettiest smart thermostat i've seen well then that that counts for something <laughs> sure you know does. when we were at ces uh dtns roger and tom and i um justin i don't think you were there this year uh but uh, but but one of the things that we all sort of took away from it is like, wow, Google Assistant is really integrated into a lot of these upcoming products, right? Some of them either will or will never make market. But it was it, you heard about Google Assistant quite quite a bit. It's not surprising that Cortana and of course Amazon's uh, Assistant as well would be part of this. But uh, but yeah, there were a lot of. Uh, a lot of things that were announced to be coming at CES that sounded great. And you're right, Tom, a lot of those have come to fruition. But again, I think it's like, it's a skill that's, you know, integrated into a speaker that already existed, maybe more than, you know, some vaporware hardware that we've seen in the past. Yeah. Police in Washington state made an arrest in a fatal hit and run case after part of a car headlight originally posted to Twitter was identified by a Reddit user. A photograph was shared in the subreddit, what is this thing, which is dedicated to identifying obscure objects, plants, and animals. That led to the following line being written on the official BBC website. Quote, Jeff, who goes by the username slash you slash Jeff's nuts, responded to the post identifying the black piece of metal as a section of a quote, Chevy Silverado headlamp bezel, end quote. Jeff used to be a Maryland State Vehicle Inspector. On August 14th, Washington State Police Trooper Joanna Baptiste posted to Twitter that the detectives made an arrest after, quote, Reddit users identified a photographed broken car part. We did it, Reddit! God love us all! I mean... In a world where Reddit usually means trolls or falsely accusing bombing suspects to a lot of people, where social media is generally assumed to be a place of fake news, I'm not saying this is a trend or that it refutes all of those statements. All I'm saying is it's nice to see this happening. This is the power of Reddit and the Internet. This is what it should be used for. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of nonsense on Reddit, but... We have seen this before on Reddit, where it's like the Redditors of whatever subreddit band together and like solve some mystery that the rest of us can't figure out or, you know, authorities that it, you know are on the case can't figure out. So kudos to Jeff. Yeah. Um, I'm not totally sure how he did this, but again, he actually has history figuring out these types of things. So, you know, he's not necessarily someone who is just like, oh, I, I know what that what piece of that car is because it doesn't look like much. If you see the photo, it's like, I don't know, it just looks like a piece of plastic or he you know. he recognized where he used to put his screwdriver when inspecting headlamps and adjusting them, which was part of his job, and was like, hey, I think I recognize that one. I bet it's and he I think he had two or three guesses and then he narrowed it down and he was right. Like this is craftsmanship at work. This is a skill. Right? Okay. This is this is human. This is the human ability to to learn and recognize and help out. Yes, and 
Let me just say that Reddit is there's an old Pat Oswald routine about when he first got a TiVo and how he's like, oh, this is great. It'll record things that I like. But those first few weeks are like he watches one Western movie and then the next day he has 19 hours of horse footage. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want that TiVo. No, no, no. Too aggressive. Uh, Reddit is imperfect. Oftentimes yes. when they are wrong, certainly. it is in big situations. But certainly the power of the hive mind is important and impressive when leveraged in the right capacity. And listen, man, if Jeff's nuts, he's my kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, we salute you. Moving on to Sony, which announced that it has sold 3 million PlayStation VR headsets as of the end of last month. Now, it's quite a bit more than at the end of 2017 when Sony said it had sold 2 million units, meaning, okay, it sold another million units in the last eight months. Sony shipped 21.9 million PSVR games and experiences. The PSVR has 340 games that are now available. And Sony says of those games, the best-selling VR game to date is The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim VR which came in a bundle, so that probably has something to do with it at least, followed by PlayStation VR Worlds, Rec Room, and Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Uh, so compare that to 70.6 million PS4s that have been sold in total. That's a lot. That's a high percentage of people with PlayStation 4s buying a PSVR. Uh, I, I think this speaks to the idea that people don't want to have to set up a thing. Uh, and, and yeah, if you have a high-end gaming PC... The Oculus or the HTC Vive aren't as big of a jump, uh, and a lot of people do, but you still have to install the right stuff. And it, Whereas the PlayStation VR, it's like, oh, well, I have a PlayStation, I plug this thing in, and I play it. Even if it's really not that much easier, which I can say it really isn't, there's a lot of wires involved in the PSVR. The concept is, I already have one thing, I just need another thing. Whereas HTC and Oculus feel a little more DIY, which some people may like. Uh, I think that's why Oculus Go... Uh, is easier than the Gear VR because I don't have to put a thing in it. And I wonder if we'll also see big sales for the Oculus Go because of that appeal, that mental capacity appeal. I, I love VR. I think it's a, it's it's still, unfortunately, a very emerging market, uh, which is frustrating for somebody that's had uh, a system for, for a little bit because I really want better, cooler, more immersive games and more money to go into their development. Uh, but certainly this is a good step forward to it. It shows you that there still is an interest, no matter how much we want to assign the narrative, that this stock is up or down. People still want to experience. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Claude 3 model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point on the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high volume, high speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who trust Anthropic to keep them at the frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude today. 
My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Their games differently. Folks, if you want to get all the tech headlines each day in about five minutes, be sure to subscribe to dailytechheadlines.com. So uh, we heard a story a while back that Netflix was flirting around with buying Landmark Theaters. Landmark Theaters owns about 50 theater locations in 27 markets. They're in big cities like New York, Philadelphia, Chicago, L.A., San Francisco. Uh, They generally focus on artsy stuff, uh, the, the independent films. Uh, they will carry mainstream films, but but they sort of spin that way. And they have lounges and coffee shops and stuff in their locations, and they market themselves towards cinephiles. Basically, they're owned by Wagner Cuban. Uh, that's Mark Cuban and Todd Wagner, and those two. Mark Cuban has avowedly said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm looking to sell Landmark Theaters, but you know we're not in a hurry." So the latest rumor is that Amazon is in the running to buy Landmark Theaters. That would give them the chain. Uh, and a lot of, there's a lot of things we're going to talk about regarding like Amazon and their different approach to online movies. Manchester by the sea, for instance, had a regular 90 day run in theaters before it went to prime video, but it was an Amazon production. But the one part of this that I hadn't really considered earlier today, when we were talking about it on your show, jury, uh, yeah. There was a 1948 Supreme Court case called U.S. versus Paramount Pictures, often referred to as the Paramount Decree, that decided that movie production and exhibition companies, in other words, the studios and the theaters, had to be separated. This is why you see all these old Fox theaters, but they're not actually owned by Fox. Because in 1948, the courts said, yeah, you can't do that anymore. The decision was over the legality of a federal consent decree declaiming certain practices uh, which were found to violate antitrust. Now, some of them were about block buying, uh, the ability to say, well, if you take this movie, you have to take that. The studios are currently prevented from doing that sort of thing. On August 2nd, the Justice Department said it's considering abandoning the consent decree since business conditions are much different than they were in the 1940s. So there's there's two ways Amazon could go into this. There are certain ways you can maneuver around the decree and have production facilities and own theaters. Uh, I don't pretend to understand all the nooks and crannies, but but for instance, uh, Mark Cuban, he owns Landmark Theaters, but he also owns HDNet, which makes movies, but I guess they don't run in the theaters, so I don't, I don't know how that works. But it would seem to me that Amazon wanting to release movies into theaters as an Amazon studio means that they would be in violation of this decree, unless the Justice Department decides to roll it back. Uh, which I would guess that they don't make this move unless, you know, in the tremendous amount of money that they spend on lobbying, that they have some idea that this is, you know, that the 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 temperature is right mm. for such mm-hmm. a move. Obviously, I mean, the the this court case in 1948 was at the height of the studio system. There were a lot of uh, questions about the contracts and, and ownership of, uh, you know, actors and actresses not to mention the intellectual property 
and and union busting that kind of went on in Hollywood at the time. So uh, things are changing. The idea of a brick and mortar place to go see entertainment is not the slam dunk destination that it once was. We're probably very close to seeing a lot of different changes and mergers for these kinds of theaters. Uh, I, I, I'm very curious to see what Amazon sees in it and where they see it integrating. Uh, uh, th- this is now the brick age of Amazon. They it's are the lo- Whole Foods of Amazon's yeah. movie strategy for right. You know, something. remember back way back in the day when Whole Foods, you know, first came on whatever scene I was on, it was like, oh, you know, it's like the hippy dippy grocery store, and now it's a huge chain, and Amazon bought it, and yeah, I still shop there. So if you think about Landmark in the same way, it's like, okay, well, Amazon has all these original movies. Um, and TV shows, and who even knows what this is all going to look like. Let's just say that Amazon ends up buying Landmark. Then you can have red carpet events at your Landmark theaters showcasing your new series or your new movie that's sort of that, uh, um, again, kind of indie. It's still in the same realm that Landmark was known for. So... Uh, you know, folks like me who want to go to the movies would go there and Amazon just happens to own it. It it sounds complicated, but as a theater goer, it sounds great for Amazon. Well, subscription plans are all the rage these days. Imagine if your prime subscription included a certain amount of movies at Landmark Theaters every month. <sighs> Poor movie pass. <laughs> yeah, rest, I mean, look, no, it, almost it, soon. It, rest in peace. It, it, it might be. I mean, like that, that might be an element here that they want to bundle a yeah. movie into prime. And I wouldn't doubt it. That would fit in it. But that's like, to me, that's what's most interesting about this is, is the question of where does Amazon see this going? Because this is not just about landmark and it's not just about whole foods. This is about them saying, okay, we've got obviously all the money in the world. We are now looking to cement the next, you know, if, if, Amazon before was like, oh, okay, let's just keep reinvesting in AWS, keep reinvesting in our logistics, keep reinvesting in, in uh, how we get people into the store. That has made them the gigantic company that they are. What seems to be happening now is like, okay, well, we're, there's only so much we're going to be able to do that. And people are going to copy what we're doing, and they will get better and better on the web. What can we do with this money now that a lot of these companies that aren't necessarily insolvent, right, but are just facing rockier roads ahead, how can we fold that in now? And that, to me, is fascinating to see what their grand plan is with these brick-and-mortar establishments. Well, and they also uh, can use it as a way to learn more about the business, which can help them get their own movies into other theaters. Uh, Landmark is one of the the few chains that will show a Netflix movie in theater. Uh, The way Netflix gets Oscar consideration, gets award consideration, is it finds theaters that are willing to do it. And Landmark doesn't always, but has shown Netflix movies before. I think uh, Beast of No Nation uh, was shown in Landmark theaters. It would be interesting to see if that continues. Could Amazon use that as some kind of leverage with Netflix uh, to say, okay, well, we'll show your day and date releases in our in our amazon-owned landmark theaters but you have to do x for us and i don't know what that would be i I would i would suspect that specifically if this is still a touch and go legal issue 
that there would probably be some assurances that they're going to play fair if if this is a rule that they are going to change. Well, but they could very easily block Netflix movies by pointing to AMC and Cinemark and Regal and saying they don't show Netflix movies either. That's industry standard. Let's also, uh, you know, these theaters are, uh, you know, at least the ones here, I'm, I'm looking here in the Bay Area, but I would assume that these theaters were initially family-owned that were then purchased by Landmark, that they are a mm-hmm. company that has taken smaller... I know that that's the case in a couple. I'm not sure how many of the 50. Yeah, that I don't know how many new ones they built, but a lot of these are, you know, the, the one closest to me is in Piedmont. It's showing uh, 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 eighth grade, three identical strangers, and the Mr. Rogers doc. Right, so two documentaries and and a hot indie movie. Uh, I don't know, and this is why they, I think, Landmark has Rocky Roads ahead. Is forget, you know, just the larger trends of people not wanting to go to movies. But we're in an era now where every AMC, every Regal is playing those three movies. There's right. there's, there's 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 smaller and smaller is the the niche market that you either can't see on VOD. You can't wait two seconds to see it on Netflix or, or Amazon or whatever. And you can't see it at one of these massive 24 to 25 screen multiplex. Not to force you into a disclosure, but what if this becomes an esports venue as well? If it becomes well, an although e- the uh, closest landmark to me is showing the new Mission Impossible movie, showing mm-hmm. Black Klansman, the new Spike Lee movie. So it's, yes, uh, most of most of everything on the roster is kind of indie, and most of them I haven't heard of. But some of these are, 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 are blockbuster movies. Well, but also, like, but this is how weird our current movie situation is, is, like, you just said Black Klansman, the Spike Lee movie about... Uh, uh, a, a, a undercover uh, Ku Klux Klan operation, which would, through most of my adult life, be the indie movie. It would be the movie that would headline the indie theater. And now that's a blockbuster. That that that's a big ticket. You know, number one movie of the week kind of thing. I I, 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 bef- I, we've, I we've. I know, I know, I, know I, I want to move on, but I just got to reemphasize: this is going to be. If Amazon does this, it's going to be used for more than just movies. They're going to make this an event entertainment space. Amazon lockers at your local landmark. <laughs> yes. Watch Filled with lockers. Something I, I, I would probably use. Not even kidding. I, I, I don't doubt that. And I think that there is, again, we talk about changing times. Uh, uh, I wouldn't be shocked if that's something that a lot of these theaters have to look at. Hey, thanks to everybody who participates in our subreddit. You can submit stories and vote on other stories at dailytechnewsshow.reddit.com. Want to hang out on Facebook? Great. Facebook.com slash groups slash dailytechnewsshow is where we hang out there as well. Oh, Sarah, is that the mailbag? Oh, it is, Tom. Ugh, funny that you saw that. Gabriel said, I know you talk a lot about tech and accessibility, especially when it comes to the disabled pretty often. Gabriel, so glad that you feel that way because we definitely try to cover that. I was at a friend's house and his roommate was using Amazon's assistant. He's blind. I, for one, am kind of spooked about the whole concept of these assistants. But I thought it was really cool to see somebody who does not see using it and thought it was the perfect use case. Tech put to an excellent and appropriate use. Just my thought. Your show rocks. I listen as often as I can. Take care and keep on podcasting. Thank you, Gabriel. Appreciate the email. Yeah, very much so. Thank you also to Justin Robert Young for being with us this fine Thursday. Justin, what has been going on besides... You know, politics. Ah, yes. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. You can, as I plugged many times on this show, get my free political newsletter at freepoliticalnewsletter.com. Five days a week, five stories a day, 
mostly gifts, sometimes hot takes. Uh, uh, I don't know where most of the gifts have been from this week. I've been from all over. A lot of Simpsons gifts this week, actually. Hmm. Uh, but I also want to point out that uh, many of you uh, supported my game on Kickstarter, Action News. Uh, I still don't have my copy of it, but <laughs> oh, you have my neighbor Brett's copy, which I am holding up right now for our video listeners. It is a gorgeous box, if I do say so myself, and it is available to you right now. ActionNewsGame.com is where you go to get it. But uh, uh, I, I, lo- I love that that font, that that whole thing, the graphics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a little reflective foil stamp on yeah. the box there. I think it's uh, I think it's a pretty smart looking box. But uh, I'm so proud of it. Thank you to everybody who kickstarted it. If you did kickstart it and you haven't gotten your copy yet, please check your email. Uh, there's an email in there that you just have to confirm your address, and it ships directly from our fulfillment center. You can get it ASAP. ActionNewsGame.com. Roland OG. With the oh, that, yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom's got the beta pack that we sent out. From, uh, I was wondering where you went. I'm like, Tom, is, is no he No one hurt? saw me leave, Sarah. Don't call attention to it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. There was no magic. Don't look behind the curtain. Uh, no, uh, actually, folks, what you should do, though, is go to patreon.com slash DTNS, support the show, but also read Sarah's awesome weekly column. Uh, in fact, it was so awesome that someone asked if they could, if we could make it public for everyone so they could share it around because it's about SMS etiquette. Yeah, it's me uh, complaining about <laughs> the world. Uh, the I'm possible. great at that. So if you guys want more every three weeks, please look forward to that column for me. Yeah, and that column, uh, <laughs> you'll you'll definitely get it first. And usually uh, it's exclusive for the associate producer level of backers at patreon.com slash DTNS. Our email address is feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. If you have an idea for a future column, we'd love to hear it or any feedback in general. Keep it coming. You guys have been so good about this lately. So um, really, really appreciate all the feedback, questions, comments, ideas. We're live Monday through Friday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 2030 UTC. And you can find out more at dailytechnewsshow.com slash live. Tomorrow is Friday and we're going to have Shannon Morse. We'll talk to you then. show is part of the frog pants network get more at frogpants.com diamond club hopes you have enjoyed this program <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.